Blog Talk Radio. The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars' popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org. In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. The Irish Saint Columbanus. Let me name if you'll be asking was Patrick O'Killigan. And it was a fine figure of a man I was, with me fine clothes and sharp sword, in the days in which I lived and breathed, I mean. And that was a long time ago. But in midday, I was what they called an envoy to the King of Burgundy in France. Not because of a great talent as a diplomat, mind you. In fact, if you want the truth, it was my own long, long suffering family who got me the job <laughs> so they could get rid of me. And there I was one fine day in the year 588, standing on the waterfront of my hometown in Ireland looking at the French sailing boat that would soon be taking me away into the unhappy exile. Standing there with me was my personal servant, Bucko. Ah, but it's a sad, sad day, Bucko, my boy. It's a cruel, inhuman shame it is, my lord, when two fine specimens of Irish manhood, men and myself in your lordship, have to uproot themselves from their native soil to be exiled in some foreign pagan land. <laughs> well, at least we'll be in good company. Look what's going aboard. A bunch of priests. No, I'd be calling them monks. Well, monks or priests, it's all the same to me. Now there's a sight for your father. 
The full moon and all in the calm ocean. Aye. But then it's well known that you have an eye for beauty. Aye, it breaks a man's heart when every passing minute takes us further and further away from the shores of Ireland. In my own case, the choice was mine. Which is more than you can say. Well, the truth is I'm the victim of the sad world we live in. Where is every man for himself? Instead of every man being for God. Oh, it's not deserving I am for the harsh tone of your voice. It's deserving of a dungeon cell yard. That's where you'd be but for the influence of your family. Faith, and it's a hard man you are, Father. Maybe that's my strength. Aye, and it requires strength to pray that you'll learn not to let your pursuit of fleshly happiness blind you to your spiritual needs. It's a holy terror you are. No, I claim no holiness. Nor do I set myself up as a pious man. If I had my own way, I'd use a horsewhip and the likes of you. Saints preserve me from such a man as yourself, Father. Horsewhip me, would you? Violent retribution. The only thing a man of violence can understand, me son. Well, I think I'll take me leave, Father, before you call down the wrath of heaven on me poor head. It's a disgraceful life of sin you've led. Sooner or later, you'll have to face the reckoning. That was my first meeting with Father Columbanus, and I was in no hurry for a second encounter. <laughs> and a few days later, we landed in France, and I proceeded to Burgundy, where I installed myself at the palace of the king, with my good and faithful servant, Bucko. And now some very pleasant years slipped by. By this time, I'd forgotten about the militant monk. My lord, it's him, all right. And what would be him? And who, pray, is him? The, 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 the priest we met on the ship. Oh! <laughs> and what brought him to your mind? Well, he's causing trouble. Columbanus, uh, that, that was his name, wasn't it? Aye, <laughs> as I recall. Well, he's causing trouble for the bishops here. And, and what's more, they say he's coming out against the king himself. <laughs> that sounds like the one we met. <laughs> They call you peasants. They treat you like dirt. That's what they do. It's him, all right. Aye, I told you it was him. But in the sight of Almighty God, who created you, there's not the slightest bit of difference between you and those in high places who rule over you. Now, mind you, I'm not here to incite you against your king. But I call upon him now, as you are my witnesses, to justify his position as your king and to purge his court, his own soul, of sinful ways. Now, if you ask me, he's preaching revolution. How come, you boy, it goes against the grain, but I'll have to confess he's preaching against the likes of me, and he's right. He's a brave man, he is. He takes his life in his hands with every word he utters. Well, no. In that case, my lord, it makes you proud to be Irish now, doesn't it? (laughs) 
Aye, they told me I'd find you here, Father, here beside a small fire in the woods. I'm easy enough to find, my son. Aye, maybe too easy. That could be. I'm wondering if you remember me. I remember you. <laughs> it's a firebrand, yard. I've been called worse things. Uh, you're being called worse things at this very minute at the palace. And I came to warn you. Uh, you don't say. Aye, there's talk of putting you away in a dungeon. I've heard that kind of talk before. Yes, but not in Burgundy, Father. Believe me when I tell you that if you don't put some distance between yourself and the king by morning, you'll not be doing very much of the Lord's work for the next years of your life. And what would you have me do? Leave, man. Leave now. I have a horse for you. Will you kindly accept it and be on your way? I have a rendezvous with some of my fellow monks in one month. So I suppose I'd better thank you for your surprising kindness. Do what you suggest. Good. Now here's a satchel of meat and bread and a few pieces of gold. And I'll wish you Godspeed. You, you must have reformed. <laughs> no, uh, not yet, Father. I... You'll continue to serve the devil while you're young enough to enjoy your debaucheries. Then when you've grown old, you'll turn to God and tell him you've reformed your ways. Is that it? Uh, you have a way of exposing me to the unpleasant truth, Father. Will you confess your sins now, this very minute? Father, I'm afraid I'll never confess and never tell a priest I've repented me ways until I know I mean it. You'll never begin to mean it. So you can bring yourself to say it, my son. I'll bid you goodbye, Father. And good luck to you. And I'll thank you again. And ask the Lord to bless you. I'll pray for you, my son. He was gone the next morning. And only just in time, for I saw the king's soldiers ride out to look for him to pick him up. When I left him that night, I never expected to see him again. A few days later, my servant Bucko entered my suite of rooms at the palace. My lord, if you ask me, your days of being the forgotten Irish envoy to the king of Burgundy have just about come to an end. Indeed, you say. It would seem that it's come to the attention of the king that you've uh, manifested undue interest in the lady of his majesty's choice. Oh. And that same lady has returned your interest. Now, my spies inform me that his majesty is going to set a trap for you and catch you red-handed. Mm-hmm. And having been warned, it would seem I can avoid being trapped. Well, on the other hand, his majesty will assume you've had fair warning and will dispose of you in any event. <laughs> Fine kettle of fish? I'll saddle two horses, my lord. I'm of the opinion we'd best make our way to Italy. Italy, eh? Well, now with winter coming in, the prospect of Italy appeals to me finer senses. So saddle up, Bucko, my boy, and we'll be on our way without so much as a by-your-leave to his fat and corpulent majesty. <laughs> Can you hear anything, Bucko? Only the wind, my lord. But we're being followed, you think? Aye, no question about it, my lord. 
Our sins are catching up with us. Uh, if only we knew this road better. We'll not get to know it any better by waiting till the king's men overtake us. And let's push on, Buckley boys. What is it now, Buckle? Uh, I, I think it's the end that's approaching. Oh, no, you're exhausted from riding so hard. That's all. You'll be fit after you've had a rest. It's me heart. It seems to want to stop beating. Oh, what a way to die. Out here in a mountain wilderness with, with not a good priest in sight. Don't talk like that, Buckle, me boy. All you need is a good rest. I need a priest. I'm being cut off in the prime of my life. And I'm I'm not prepared to meet my maker. I'm not I I He died in my arms that night. In a rock of wilderness with the icy winds blowing in our faces. And the white snow swirling all about us. Mary. Mary, Mother of God. Here he is. My good and faithful servant. Buckle. Dead in my arms and without benefit of a priest. Holy Virgin, it's myself unworthy as I am, asking you now to intercede for Bucko. For maybe it was myself who led him into a life of sin. So I made my way alone, I did. Through the hills and through the mountains with an icy winter closing in all about me. And then all at once it seemed to me that I was becoming sleepy enough to want to get off my horse and lay me down in the drifting snow. Maybe that's what I did. Or maybe I lost my senses and fell from my horse into the deep snow all about me. Oh, you are not to die. Oh. Is it the blessed angel you are now? No. And who would you be after being? Maria Anchiban. I'm the daughter of Paul Anchiban, the shepherd. Papa found you and your horses and brought you here. We thought you were going to die, so Papa went to find a priest. Oh, he did, did he? Well, now, I... I don't feel a bit like dying now, now that I've looked upon your own pretty face. And if you can talk that way, I'm just as sure you are not on your death. Aye, but it's a terrible thought, it is. To realize I could have died in my sinful state. Who are you? Oh, a wastrel, exiled from my own native land, and now fleeing for my very life from the king of Burgundy. Have you done wrong? That's a wicked fellow you're harboring in your home. Disgraced to his own family. Disgraced to his own native Ireland. Oh, there's such goodness in your pretty face. 
I've never seen such goodness in all my born days. Except in my own poor mother's, and it's myself who broke her tender heart. It would be better if you saved your confession for when the priest gets here. And now you'd better close your eyes and go back to sleep. Aye, it's weary I am. Uh, but you'll not go away. No, I'll stay here. If you'd uh, just kindly tell me where I am. You're in Italy, near Bolvia. Ah, then it's safe I am from his fat majesty of Burgundy. I must have been traveling for weeks and lost all count of time. You're safe here. Now go to sleep. It would seem we are destined to meet from time to time, my lord Patrick O'Killigan. Father Columbanus, as I live and breathe. Aye, living and breathing in your customary state of sin, I suppose. And dead I'd be if it were not for these good people. I expected to find you on your deathbed. Not that I had any idea who you'd be. Father, there's some food on the table. Please honor us. It was a strange fate that brought me into contact with Father Columbanus again. And he stayed in the shepherd's home for two nights and a day. And in that time, I felt I'd known him all my life. I'll be glad to listen to your confession. Any time you've a mind to open your heart and admit your sins. Father, I keep thinking of what you once said to me, that it's easy enough to repent and lead a good life when you get too old to sin. But it's when a man's young and in the prime of life, that's when he should find the strength to renounce his evil ways. I've thought of that quite a lot, Father. And what good's come of it, my son? Oh, a lot of good's flowing through my soul, Father. But can you convince the Lord of that? Father, I've fallen in love with this sweet girl here. And I can think of no greater happiness than to have her from your own darling wife. Father, I want to renounce all my worldly happiness. Renounce all my hope of winning this, this sweet girl here. I'll give up everything and serve God in your company, Father. I want to take up with you and become a monk. You do, eh? Aye. Then be ready to leave here with me first thing in the morning. Say farewell to this girl. And leave here with me. Maybe it was you and your sweet face that I've been seeking all my life, Maria. And that's why I've always been so restless. But I found you. And maybe that's enough to last me. And in renouncing me hope of marrying you, I'm making me greatest possible sacrifice to the Lord. You'll always know that, Maria. God bless you and keep you. I'll pray for you always. He'd built many monasteries in his travels across Europe and Father Columbanus, and established as many religious communities. But the monastery at Bobbio in Italy was the finest of them all, and I sort of pitched in to help build it, not carrying the blisters on me hands nor me poor aching back, because I was doing the Lord's work at long last. Ah, you've earned a rest, my son. Ah, you've earned one yourself, Father. 
Ah, but she's coming along, she is. It's a fine-looking building. And it's a miracle it is the way you get hundreds of people to work for you. It's working for the glory of God they are, Patrick. They're building a place where the brotherhood of monks can gather, pray for the sins of the world, where missionaries can be trained to go out into the world, carry the word of God. And maybe I'll be one of those missionaries, Father. You think you're ready to take up the priesthood then? Yes, Father. I'm ready. Well, you better go to bed now. Me, I, uh, I have to make a little journey. But I'll be back by nightfall tomorrow. I take it, uh, you've forgotten about that girl by now. No, uh, no, Father, in all truth, I, I find that to be impossible. Maybe someday the Lord will put her out of my mind, though. Hmm. Patrick. Maria. Oh, Pat. Oh. Oh, now, 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 you'd, you'd best keep your distance. For it's a cruel temptation that you are standing there with your, your black hair falling about your shoulders and your dark eyes filled with something I, I shouldn't even be recognizing in my own personal spiritual state. <laughs> and don't you be laughing. You've no right to be coming here after we said farewell. I've had the devil of a time putting you from my mind, I have. <laughs> Do you want me to go away, Patrick? Well, it's either that or I'll be turning me back on you and walking away from you. Then walk away. And without even a goodbye? For that's already been said. My son. Father, now what were you doing keeping out of sight behind that pile of stone? Give me one of your sons to train as a missionary, Pat. That's all I ask. Take the girl you love, my son. The Lord doesn't want to deprive you of the blessed sacrament of marriage, I'm sure. Father, what are you saying? You proved yourself, my son. I'm reasonably sure the Lord knows you love him. Respect him. Father, if, if you're sure that he knows that. If it's in your heart, then he knows it. It is in me heart, Father. And I think you'll make a better husband and father than you would a priest. Ah, um, maybe you'd make a good priest at that. But marry this girl. I think the Lord would like it that way. Maria, do you hear what he's saying? It's why I came back here with you. Oh, then, Father, you'll be obliged to do us the honor of making myself and this, this sweet girl... Man and wife. Now, now, will you do that for us? Oh, I never had any other plan. Since the time I found you on your sickbed. Oh, he was a great man, he was. He was a saint. And maybe he knew what he was doing when he stopped me from taking up the priesthood. Because later on, I gave him not one, but three of my own sons to be trained as missionaries. <laughs> and if you ask me, I think he had this in mind. 
And when he died, the monastery at Bobbio was finished. It is one of the most famous of its kind in the world. And I saw me three sons emerge from it and go out into the world to carry the gospel. So maybe my life was well spent anyhow. And that's what comes of falling under the influence of an Irish saint while he was living and breathing. And for all you know, your own priest may have the makings of a saint. And that could be something for you to keep in mind. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymoor. For those in need of spiritual renewal, we staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV-AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony Shrine Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement Graymore. Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. Amen. Amen.